Welcome to Delivering Extra, a podcast with Southern roots that's dishing up inspiring conversations with industry experts on building brands, growing teams, and positioning companies toward the remarkable. I'm your host, David Ezel, and I was born and raised in Louisiana. We call this way of delivering extra, going above and beyond, Lanyap. It's an old Louisiana tradition of giving something extra that you didn't pay for and didn't expect. So welcome into this episode of the Delivering Extra podcast. Today I'm joined by Ricky McCoy. He is the founder of ClearCard, which is your last business card. And he's also the product owner of Consumer Experience at PlayStation. Welcome in. How's it going? Awesome. David, how are you, man? It's going great. I'm doing good. So, Ed, I know we talked about this a little bit before the show started, but you're just now getting back into town in Dallas, but that may be kind of expediated as you're headed back out of town. So what's what's going on? Oh, yeah. So uh, just last week, um, I was in California, San Francisco. Uh, I've just accepted a position with uh, Sony PlayStation, which is an honor um, as a consumer experience product owner. So in a nutshell, I'll be working with uh, making sure you know that the experience that you see on the device when you when you start your game is is, is seamless and uh, effortless and working directly with our agents to make sure that they they're giving out uh, an amazing uh, product to the customers. So yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on with that, and uh, it's definitely going to be uh, a, a great journey ahead. Man, heck yeah, it, that's that's awesome. I mean, and I know we also talked a little bit. I mean, so you're super pumped, ready for this next chapter. So kind of tell us about a little bit of what's led up to this, some of your background and kind of everything that's led up to you and, you know, really heading out West and joining PlayStation. Yeah. So just, uh, I guess you can give it a little context. So I, I I'm natively, my, my, my trade was a, a software engineer. So I, I started coding back in, I guess you could say, uh, the, the early 2000s. So roughly 1989, 2000. Uh, then I, you know, freelance for years. So I was out, you know, basically hustling and grinding, trying to, you know, get customers on, you know, just from small business to to churches to whoever would be interested in, um, you know, getting a, a website. Because at that, at that time, websites were still one of those elements where it was like, well, we're, you know, we're actually thinking about getting that, but we have a business card. But <laughs> right. obviously, we're not in those days now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I did that for about seven years and I became the well, a web developer for the city of Frisco, Texas. I did that for about six years. Uh, went over to KFC International. Uh, worked with that organization for quite some time and then ultimately landed uh, another role with Young Brands, which you know holds KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. I landed a, a role as the product owner for uh, Hut Rewards at Pizza Hut. And that was an amazing opportunity because I was able to see product development from strategy from ideation all the way to execution. So um, that was the role I was able to start, you know, honing in my development skills along with my business acumen. And uh, that led, led me over to Fannie Mae. And then uh, Fannie Mae is where I was basically managing APIs for all of the internal developers there. Uh, and then uh, obviously at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm doing uh, ClearCard, right? I would say about November 2019 into uh, that's when ClearCard was was brought to fruition, and then that brings us up to currently where I'm uh, doing ClearCard and obviously getting ready for the opportunity at Sony PlayStation. And 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 so that's where you and I first met was at Founders Live event earlier this year in 2020. Actually, I believe mm-hmm. that's the last live. I believe event it was had from this yeah. you know this year with everything going on. But um, so tell us a, tell us a little bit more about ClearCard. 
Yeah, so so Clear Card is your last business card. Um, and what it is, is basically it is a transparent card that we uh, ship to you that allows you to transfer your contact information only by tapping or just holding the card to someone's phone. So if, if you're familiar with Apple Pay or the, uh, the Google uh, wallets and things like that, where you just hold your, your phone close to a terminal and it, it uh, transfers the uh, payment is very similar. The only difference is that we allow you to carry just one card, you hold it to a customer's or your recipient's phone, and boom, all your information is, is there. So we're pretty much allowing you to get rid of, say, 200 business cards that you carry only to just one card. And that's what we do at ClearCard. So did that come out of a pain point or where did the original idea for ClearCard come from? Yes, I'm glad you asked that. Um, <laughs> what I've seen is usually great, good companies or good ideas come from pain points, right? Uh, oh, yeah. So, so, so what happened? We were uh, transitioning. Me and my my business partner, uh, Mr. Derek Stewart, we were uh, at a co-working space in Plano, uh, Plano, Texas, and we had just migrated to the, an office in Frisco, Texas. Uh, and one night we were uh, out networking at an event, and we realized that our address was old. And, um, and, and when our business, a lot of people wanted to come see us. So that you know, address on the business card was, was huge. And we were kind of honestly embarrassed to even give those cards out because it, it kind of it seemed like we wasn't ready or organized, right? Because the yeah. address was wrong. So what we, I literally thought about that for a second. And I was like, hold on, man. There has to be a way where I don't have to spend all this extra money just to order a new set of business cards. And it can be updated in real time. And literally that night, I uh, went home, thought about it, and I was like, hey, if I could build like an interface for a, a profile and that, inter in that could interact with some type of physical object, I think that might be uh, something that we all need. And that's honestly how ClearCard was created, right? Uh, yeah. And the you thing know, about it, too, yeah, so that was November 2nd, excuse me, October 2nd, 2019. October 29th. Uh, of, of 2019, 27 days later, we had that product. Man, you you guys, yeah, I mean, just knowing that it was, it was in October, because again, you pitched this at Founders Live in February of 2020. So, yes. I mean, that's like, yes. you know, four and a half months from you going home after that networking event to actually having a tangible thing that you feel comfortable with and pitching that in front of a live audience, man. Kudos yes. on that on that rush job. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you. You know, and that's, it's so great because that you mentioned that that did come from a pain point because even being from more of the marketing and brand and design side, there's so many times that, you know, you'll, you'll order a big batch of business cards and it'll have, you know, your cell phone number will change your, like you said, your address will change. Um, maybe it has an old logo or anything on there. And all of a sudden you're just stuck with these, you know, this whole stack of these nice embossed, you know, expensive business cards. And now, like you said, that's the main word that I've heard before too, is when something is wrong, people feel embarrassed. They don't want to give them out. They don't want to say, Hey, here's this, but you know, let me take a Sharpie and scratch through that. Cause that's not our address anymore. <laughs> exactly. You know, I love that idea of coming home, seeing that pain point in real time, you know, and going home, coming up with something that solves that problem and then being so quick to market with it. Wow. And, and, and the one thing I, I, I will say is, um, when, 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 we, when we came up with the MVP uh, or the, the minimum vial product, so that's a, that's a product term that, um, that you know, any entrepreneur or founder can kind of get used to. 
So whenever you're trying to come up with a uh, minimum viable product, which is basically what what can we give a consumer that is the uh, smallest effort but gives much value, right? Because sometimes, you know, we, we, we actually try to build everything in one solution. Uh-huh. Well, sometimes that's not really what you're trying to accomplish. That's how we were able to get the product out in 27 days. We sat down, we said, okay, what are we trying to build? And what's the simplest development or simplest solution we can provide, but it's still valuable? Then we will listen to the customer and then grow the product over time, Right. Um, and I, 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 I hope the listeners and the, the founders and entrepreneurs and hustlers that listen to your podcast are, are, are taking heed to that because that's how even all of the, the global organizations work today, right? They have product owners on their team and they literally do that. They take the most basic foundational product or solution, put it out there to the world, get feedback, and then grow it from there. Man, you're right, you know, and that's and that so ties in with everything else. Of course, I know you're moving out to you know, the Bay Area, but even stuff like the lean startup, you know, I mean, that's, mm-hmm. you don't have to be Google or Facebook or any kind of huge company to implement those types of things. It's just well, like yeah. you mentioned, it's how can I take this right now and get something tangible in the hands of customers? It's not going to be perfect and nor do you want it to be. Because if you're exactly. wasting all that much time on trying to dot all the, all the I's and cross all the T's, somebody's either going to beat you or the crowd response is going to have changed. So getting it out there and getting real feedback, and then like you said, taking that as your MVP, your beta phase one, and growing upon it. So I love how you mentioned that, and that's, that's definitely something that anybody growing a side hustle, growing a business, definitely keep in mind. Get it out there and iterate and keep going as you move. Exactly, oh yeah, I totally agree. Man, so I mean, as you're going through all of your background and everything else, you're doing a lot of project management and product management. Like where did that entrepreneurial bug come from? Oh man. So the entrepreneurial bug has always been, uh, in me. Um, uh, even, even when I was, uh, uh, the early years of college, I, I, I literally remember going to an, an admissions office and I was saying, Hey, uh, I'm interested in two things, e-commerce and entrepreneurship. Um, <laughs> Awesome. And at that time, entrepreneurship was like one of those terms where what people, you know, or uh, education will be like, why do you want to do that? You know, <laughs> uh, it's like, hey, we're here to train you to get the skills uh, to get a good job. And, 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 I, and I, I definitely respect that. Right. But there was a lot of people that just have a leadership quality that they want freedom. They want time. They 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 want to be able to lead. Right. And so um, I just had to read a lot of books, but, but I, I think as, as I think back, my, my grandparents were, were entrepreneurs. Um, they, um, my grandfather was, 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 a, was a pastor of a church in Texas, and uh, he also had his own janitorial service. And now that I think about it, I saw him, you know, he, he would sometimes take me on his uh, journeys to, to work and, you know, um, so, so obviously, whenever the, the, the offices would, would close, he and, and my, my grandmother would, would, would get all the, you know, the equipment, the supplies and, and go do the work to, to clean up these amazing, huge offices. And I didn't know that was entrepreneurship back then. I just thought that, hey, they were just working. Right. And uh, but I saw them do that so much that I, I think it was uh, just something that was just kind of, you know, embedded and planted within me. Uh, and then literally 
you know, like clear card is one of my businesses, but we also do billboards and things like that as, uh, uh, as like things to help other smaller companies. But, uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's just one of those things where I've always been, um, interested in having the mindset, uh, of entrepreneurship and to be quite frank, I feel like that's what really started even when I was designing websites back in 2000, right? Even, I didn't know that was entrepreneurship because we call it freelance, right? Uh, either, either free, freelancing or just small business owners. But, but, but yeah, man, it's, it's really, has always been there, but, but clear card is the one that, you know, one product that you have, um, that was like, Hey, I think this is the one that can really go to the next level because most entrepreneurs have, have had multiple businesses, right? Like, like, like we've all, it's, it's, it's just a bug that we can never really get rid of. Uh, it's like, you just have it, but, but, but there's always going to be that one, that one product that you create and, and people are just going to attach on, uh, attach themselves. And I think that's what happened with ClearCard. Man. Yeah. You know, and just kind of even speaking back to what you're meaning or talking about around college, you know, I mean, I, I went to Louisiana tech and I remember I went through on like the graphic design marketing side. I remember getting all the way to like a few months before graduation and they're starting to build out this whole entrepreneur center mm -hmm. where you can go <laughs> and, you know, and I was like, man, just a little bit too late, you know, but I mean, I think you're right. I think, I think definitely being able to see that kind of thing firsthand, you know, whether it's from your parents or grandparents or people you associate with, um, it just starts to kind of take root in your mind. It just kind of helps you to start seeing things a little bit differently. You start asking questions, you start to kind of see how they go about doing it, the, you know, just the, the methods and approaches that they take. Um, and you mentioned some of your top books, you know, that was, I can really relate a lot to that because growing up in a smaller town as well, you know, entrepreneurship wasn't everywhere like it is in Dallas or the Bay area or any other big city. So you have to do a lot of that self-study. And I mean, I remember going to, you know, quote unquote into town, which is, you know, 30 minutes away with my parents and we would go to Barnes and Noble or books a million. And I would just read, you know, Inc magazine, fast company, Forbes, all of those and see all of these companies out in the Bay area doing really cool things. And all of this, information that I really didn't even understand at the time. Um, I mean, what are some of your top books, top go-tos, favorite authors when it comes to something like that? Yes. Uh, first and foremost, um, I would say Think and Grow Rich by Mr. N uh, Mr. Napoleon Hill oh, yeah. is, is definitely at the top of my list. Um, just context on that. It, it really helps you kind of materialize the, the the mindset of you know having your own organ your own organization uh and and just changing how you think right because that's really what it's all about it's just uh converting the mindset to be a leader and uh, a thought of a, a, like a provoke provoking thought leader right right um i would also say um that's one of the huge ones, man. Then, of course, you have the books like, you know, the, the, the 10X by Mr. Grant Cardone. Uh, oh, yeah. That's one that, that helps you uh, really figure out how, how to scale the organization um, and just kind of not it's not even it's not even really the organization. It's, it's scaling your mindset mm. to, to figure out, like, OK, how can I do more with, with, with what I have now? Um, and then I would say I, I think this could be either number two or three for sure. Uh, the four hour work week by Mr. Tim Ferriss, yeah. man. I, I think I, I read that book a few years ago and I could not put that book down. <laughs> like if you read, it, it, it will, 
revolutionize the way you think and and how you optimize time, right? So so in you know in that book he talks about being kind of like a vagabond and traveling the world and working and um, just kind of you know being able to to work from wherever. But 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 not only does he talk about that. He calls those people the new rich, meaning it doesn't technically mean how much money you're making It's how much time are you, are you really able to uh, optimize and able to do what you want. Right. right. So um, the four hour work week is definitely probably the top two or three, uh, along with Napoleon Hill's thinking, grow rich. And then uh, Grant Cardone's 10x thinking. So, uh, yeah. Man, I, and I love all three of those because the, the main common denominator they have is mindset. And for entrepreneurs and business growth that I don't want to say that that's 90% of it, but it is so close because everything else, you know, you can outsource the things that you're not great at. You can consistently learn when it comes to the soft skills and things like that. But the mindset, especially when you're by yourself or you're with a small team, I mean, think and grow rich, just like you said, it just really shifts the gear in the way that you think the power of positivity the power of putting it out there and having one clear tangible thing that you're focused on because now that's getting all of your time all of your energy and the universe has this funny way of helping you drive in that direction if you can get really crystal clear on it you know exactly and, and 10x with by grant cardone i mean i was literally talking about that book last week with somebody else because mm. it's Let's, let's say that with ClearCard, your first year, you say, I want to make a million dollars with ClearCard. You're going to mm-hmm. set parameters around trying to make a million dollars. But what if you and your business partner said, no, we want to try to make 10 million the first year with ClearCard. Now, exactly. all of a sudden, your, your mind parameters are going to open up because the goal is bigger. You're going to get more yeah. creative. You're going to get more flexible and more agile. And I think that's so great just in terms of everything, you know, being a parent, being a husband, a wife, a business owner, great employee, anything. You just have to, you can't be so linear on saying, okay, well, this feels like something I can get. So that's as far as I'm going to shoot. If you say, if you say, what's the, a big number, you're, I've heard it in the industry. It's called a BHAG, your big, hairy, audacious goal. What is that? As soon as you can identify that, now your whole world opens up. You know, there's, you've got to think differently to get to that bigger thing. So I love that you mentioned those three because mindset is just such a huge key. And and you know what, David, and one other book did come to mind that is like a a cornerstone, uh, The Richest Man in Babylon by Mr. George Clayson from a, like, if you need uh, context on financial advice and how to manage your money, even at, you know, like for entrepreneurs or organizational level. That's a that's a, a like a, a great book to add to your to your repertoire. Fantastic, and I'm going to make sure to link all of these four books in the show notes. So if anybody's looking to learn more about this, where they can purchase them, I'll definitely make sure that these are listed. Dude, so tell us a little bit more, kind of about where you you know where you see ClearCard going. I mean, I know that you're doing a lot of things. There's a lot of moving pieces. Um, I mean, what does the next say six months or a year look like? Right. So, so, so with ClearCard, uh, right now we're actually uh, getting ready to, to modify our plan where it will be more annual subscription model. And the reason for that is because we're going to uh, start adding a lot more features that are community engaged uh, with the ClearCard. So meaning the ClearCard is really a community, right? The, the, it, it was always built to be around uh, 
even though we do support, I guess you could say, larger organizations uh, for for their for their business card sake, but it was it was originally created to be the the business card for entrepreneurs, right? Because when you get the clear card, it's a clear, it's a transparent card, and when you when you scan someone's device, people are like, "What what just happened?" Right? So so now you're kind of like the the talk of the networking event, and now everyone's you know trying to figure out what is this year. That, that it's, it's like you're walking in the matrix with the club with the card, right? But um, but 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 in the next six months or so, you will start seeing a lot more uh, integrated features, right? Meaning people are needed to be connected, which means like kind of like LinkedIn. You have the LinkedIn where people are you know connecting um, digitally with you know their skill sets and resumes and getting hired. Clear card is saying, hey, if you have a clear card, you are probably an entrepreneur and entrepreneurs support entrepreneurs. And uh, I actually took that from Mr. James McKinney. Uh, he has a podcast called uh, the, the Startup Story. Okay. But uh, yeah, so so that's really what the clear card is getting ready to do for the future. Right. It's going to say, hey, if you have a clear card, well, there, we have people that you may need to connect with. Right. That can say, hey, they have similar mindsets and they have um, similar direction, which is entrepreneur founders and just people out there hustling every day. So that's kind of what you're going to start seeing. And that's how we're going to start iterating the actual product, because when you when you have a, a clear card, obviously you can just log in to the website literally or you can just scan the card. It's going to take you to your profile and just log in and you can edit that information in real time. Right. So now, since we have like basically a database of connected mindsets, we're trying to figure out currently how can we get these people to get connected, right? So instead of you just being like social media, where it's just people with, you know, tons of different products or different, um, you know, uh, I guess you would say Facebook with the, the family life and just experience versus Instagram with, you know, showing photos and LinkedIn business. Well, Color Card is more so about, hey, how can we connect and network? with like-minded individuals to stay connected. So you're going to see a lot of that coming uh, really soon. I would say maybe um, uh, Q3, Q4 of, uh, of 2020. And then obviously just figuring out how um, ClearCard can be an, an, an advocate of making uh, this pandemic that we're experiencing a lot safer with each other. Uh, because obviously with the stay at home, you know, the stay in shelter uh, ordinances that are happening, people still want to network uh, or, or when, when when a lot of that you know is lifted, how will you network? And I believe ClearCard is going to be one of the business um, uh, correlation or, or products and tools that's going to help people get out of that because people won't really want to exchange cards. I would I, I would think it's going to take some time for people to do that. But but hey, you don't have to exchange cards with ClearCard because you're the one holding the card for the recipient. So, so it all kind of just kind of works, works out kind of cohesive, cohesively. Man, I love that. And so what would you say has been the hardest part about maybe the branding or the messaging around ClearCard? You know, the hardest part is really getting people to really understand um, the, the dynamic shift that is happening with this product, right? I mean, for hundreds of years, we've been using business cards. So whenever you're kind of like coming with a new concept where you're not handing someone their, your card, it's kind of a, it, it, it doesn't trigger in people's mind. So, so, so the hardest part has really just been in that being your own ambassador along with your team, trying to bring forth a new 
product to the world, right? It's kind of like how Tesla, when they, when they were coming out with the energy efficient, you know, cars, right? Everyone was like, well, I don't really, I don't really believe that's going to work. And, you know, uh, what's the mileage that you'll be able to get on it? But then when Tesla had to be their own ambassador, we're kind of at that level, right? Because everyone is so familiar with, you know, uh, fuel-based vehicles, right? Um, and that's really where we are. Everyone is so familiar with uh, print-based cards that we come with a, with a product where you can just use your, uh, your, your card to tap a phone. It's just trying to explain. But once, but once they see it, it's like, hey, uh, and, and, it's, and it's funny because we always tell people who buy the clear card, and this is something I, I, I wanted to, to share, always, always show the clear card at the end of your conversation. The reason I say that, this is just learning from customers and our own experience. The clear card, when you show someone your, your, your uh, clear card, it completely blots out what you're trying to explain to them when you're networking with them, which is your business. And the reason I say that is because, because people get kind of caught up with, hey, this is a cool card and you transfer information. Let's talk about that. Well, clear card is not the talking subject. Right, ClearCard is just the, the 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 product to transfer information. So um, always talk about your business first, and when they say, "Hey, do you have a, a business card?" Then show the ClearCard. <laughs> and, uh, and and it's so funny because I've actually secondarily from you know seeing you pitch at Founders Live earlier this year, um, mm -hmm. I saw Andrew Narr, who was actually on the podcast not too long ago. Mm -hmm. I saw him, he was the first person actually, you know, not yourself, not somebody on your team, but somebody out at an organic networking event. He was the first person I saw that had one. There was yes. a networking event at the Addison Treehouse here not too long ago. And I saw him and he was talking with somebody and he pulls it out, taps on their phone and you could just watch their face. And, <laughs> and the, the people listening to this definitely have to go check it out because the way that you talked about talking about yourself and your business first and then going to clear card and getting all the information is so right because you could almost watch that conversation topic flip as soon as he did because it was the only thing in his pocket. He pulls it out, taps on the side of their phone, their information's in, and they're just watching like they have no idea what's happening. And then the yeah. whole conversation shifted and he pulled it back out and had to show it to him. So yes. I love that you kind of give that of let's talk about you first, let's talk about your business first, then let's go that way. Oh yeah. And Andrew is a great friend. He was one of our first ambassadors with One Million Cups in Frisco, Texas. Yeah. And uh yeah, man, he, when when he saw it and uh, he actually allowed us to to pitch as well. And that's how I got connected with One Million Cups. Um so so yeah, man. Uh Andrew is an awesome guy. I, I, his podcast is great. You got to check that episode out. So. Yeah, heck yeah. So I mean, so you're headed out to the West Coast like we mentioned. What are, I mean, what are some of the reasons that PlayStation is such a big pull for you? Tell us about, you know, just their brand, knowing that you're moving hundreds of miles, but you're going to work for this really, you know, global leading industry leader that is PlayStation. Right. So I've always been um, tied to organizations and uh, companies such as PlayStation, mainly because of how they treat their customers. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, PlayStation was originated in 1994, um, you know, with, with the first PlayStation. Right. Well, I, I remember going to, to Toys R Us and seeing that device and was like from Sega Genesis to PlayStation. This is like light years. Right. Um, and but 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 now seeing an organization 
um, that, you know, e e even to elements where they have like a, maybe a studio coming out with a game and, and working with them and maybe there's a delay or something like that, but how they are able to communicate to their consumers and to the world, like, hey, there's a delay, but, 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 but we know and we got you, right? It's things like that. But then obviously because they are a global organization uh, that has, that, that's in a, in a lot of households, right? So PlayStation holds a lot of responsibility about what they share and about, like, like their own values, right? Because especially right now in the time that we're in with the, with the pandemic, um, a lot of people have shifted over to esports and gaming as a, as you know, multiple mindset shifts. I, I need something to take my mind off uh, of, of the uncertainty that I may have about my job or my company. So I need to just play video games. I need to immerse myself in the PlayStation and the games that they, they have, right? Um, and the esports. So obviously a lot of esports like Call of Duty and things like that are, uh, you know, sponsored by, you know, or, or hosted with PlayStation. So it, it's just one of those things, man, where PlayStation has, has, has done uh, decades of, of showing the, the public and the world, like, hey, um, we want to be a part of your household. We want to uh, give experiences, bring the family together, right? I mean, you, you think about games like that and, and, and organizations that have been able to kind of be like a leader in that space, what they've actually done, right? Like even right. My, 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 my own kids uh, play the PlayStation religiously, right? So, so when I was able to tell them that, hey, your dad will be working with this organization, uh, it's like their mouth just dropped like, like what? You know, right. It's that kind of thing. So now they know what they're getting as Christmas gifts every yeah. year for the foreseeable future. <laughs> exactly, right? Yeah. But but that's really it. It's it's, it's partnering with the organization that, that you that, that you see the values, you know, um and, 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 and that you can kind of tie yourself with. But that's the thing I wanted to share as well, David, with uh listeners that may not be uh, founders or entrepreneurs yet. But 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 it's people that uh, are, that are working on, on with organizations. That is a good question to ask yourself, right? Whenever you're whenever you're looking to work for an organization, you know, ask yourself: Is this a place that I really want to work with and for? Right? Because that's that's really uh, the key point. I, I think a lot of times as as people, we just say, "Hey, the money was great." organization i hope is great and uh i'll take the job right <laughs> and but 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 you really uh and i really think even that mindset gets you to start thinking entrepreneurial even if you're not in that mindset yet because you know there there is a quote i believe it's mr henry ford he says uh even the ceo has a boss and right. that boss is the customer you got it right and, and and so 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 you know you have to be able to work with an organization for an organization uh, where you can feel great about supporting those customers because it's something you really enjoy doing. Man, you know I I love that so much. I mean because that's every single thing that all of my business everything stands on is making sure that either you're building the company that people want to work for or that you're working on a you know working for a company that you want to work for. And Correct. so much of that comes from the brand, the message, the mission, vision, values, where they see themselves going, how they handle customers, both good and bad, you know, all of that kind of stuff, because that entire experience plays into that. Because if not, it's like you said, people, if, if, that, if a company doesn't have that kind of thing established, you know, why they exist and why anybody should care, then people come to work for a paycheck. 
And as soon as somebody else is willing to pay them more, give them more, anything else, then they're gone because they have no emotional ties. They have no tribe-like tie to that company anymore. They're really just motivated because, you know, to come in for something else. So, yep. You know, and I love the fact that you're going to be on the consumer experience side of that because, I mean, having met you several times, I mean, you're a rock star already, and that's just going to definitely add to the level of PlayStation. So I hate that we're losing you from here in the DFW area, but, I mean, I can't wait to keep up with your journey and everything that you've got going. Um, Awesome. So, so tell people how I want to make sure everybody can connect with you, keep up with everything that you're doing. Like I said, all of the stuff, all the books, all of the quotes and everything else that we talked about today, I'll make sure that those are in the show notes so that people can check them out. But I want people to be able to get in touch with you. Maybe there's a, somebody who's just getting started in the product management, product ownership side of things and wants to pick your brain. I want to make sure that that's super easy to do. So how can people connect with you? Yes. So uh, on Instagram, you can always reach out to us on the uh, Clear Card Club. Um, and then personally, um, you can also reach out to I am rich, uh, R-I-C-H McCoy, M-C-C-O-Y. Um, and obviously I'm on Facebook as well and, uh, and, and LinkedIn. So just Ricky McCoy on LinkedIn. And I'm sure, uh, David, that, that you'll add the links, but I'm, I'm literally everywhere social media. And, and I, I, I love to give back um, just different, you know, type of things like, you know, especially when it comes to product management, product ownership, uh, you have any questions about how to, you know, take an idea and break it up into smaller pieces and then give it to a developer. I can help with that. So, um, social media, definitely. I am Rich McCoy, Facebook, Ricky McCoy, LinkedIn, Ricky McCoy. Uh, definitely feel free to reach out for any questions that you all may have. And I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to respond as soon as I can. Uh, Ricky, this was fantastic. We're definitely going to keep in touch, but all of our best as you transition into this new chapter in your life. And we can't wait to, to check it out and continually follow you. Awesome. And, and remember, yourlastbusinesscard.com, that'll get you the clear card. And we That's appreciate it. it. Heck yeah. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of your week, man. This was awesome. You too. Thank you for the opportunity, David. You got it, my friend. Have a good one. You too. Thank you for listening to this episode of Delivering Extra. I work with entrepreneurs and growing companies on what separates the average company from the remarkable. To learn more about working with me, head to realdavidezel.com to schedule a free consult. 